Hello, everyone, and thank you for coming to another episode of Dad's Beards Nerds Reviews. The extra content you never knew you needed, but always knew you wanted. Now, let's get into the review. Today, we will be reviewing The Last of Us Part 2. The Last of Us Part 2 was released on June 19th, 2020, and is an action-adventure game developed by Naughty Dog and published by Sony Interactive Entertainment for the PlayStation 4. Sold at launch for $59.99 with a collector's edition that costs $169.99, and came with a whole slew of goodies. Now, just to give a little bit of oomph to it, The Last of Us, the original game, number one, was one of my all-time favorite games, so I came into this game with a lot expected, and boy, howdy did it deliver. Let's jump into this review. Brutal, yet beautiful. During the first Last of Us game, we got a glimpse of what a post-apocalyptic world looked like when it didn't involve some sort of mass world destruction. Although not the focal point of the first game, but still an underlying feature was the world that surrounds the player. Although it was one of my favorite games, I don't remember much of the scenery. But in The Last of Us 2, it's out and about taking center stage. The world of The Last of Us 2 is a brutal one to say the least. When you're not having to worry about the infected, you're still on edge worrying about what faction of humans is going to be hunting you at any given point. It's a tense game no matter where you're at in the story. But one thing is always persistent, and that's the amazing world around you. Take a moment to take in the beautiful landscape around you and see how the team at Naughty Dog crafted one of the most beautiful interpretations of what would happen if nature took over. <clears throat> flowing rivers careening through broken streets, grassy hills flowing in the wind, trees both small and large allowed to stretch their branches out, and the most amazing skylines and clouds I've ever seen in a game. I found myself more often than not taking moments to let my character stand there so I could pan around and take in the stunning views that Naughty Dog crafted. Like staring at a work of art at a local art gallery and getting lost for minutes on end until I realized that I need to finish whatever mission I was tasked with. Even during combat or stealth portions of the game, The Last of Us Part 2, it still gives you some of the most surreal and amazing art to look at. Character models are immaculate and full of both simple and nuanced details. It's very obvious Naughty Dog gave The Last of Us Part 2 the VIP treatment and their love for the game is always showing. Sound design. I played The Last of Us 2 while wearing my Lucid Sound LS41 headset. Let me tell you, that was an amazing choice. The Last of Us Part 2 was meant to be played with a stunning sound system or a great headset. The amount of detail made to make sure that sounds were vibrant popped and scared you at times is clear and evident the infected screams and the moans sound even eerier in the sequel and the clickers instill even more fear when you hear them scream to try and gather your location find a creek or river well stand there for a couple of moments and just listen to the sound it makes nature has taken over and you hear it with every footstep you make into a brand new area or when one of the more open world areas while trying to remain undetected, I had moments where I felt like Ellie or Abby's breathing was going to alert whoever was after me. The sound design this time around and their team did an amazing job of making sure that not only the visuals, but also the audio popped and stood out in your mind even after finishing the game. I know what you're thinking. I want more of this review, but we need to do this quick ad break and we'll be back with more. Review for The Last of Us Part 2. Story, story, story. When you start The Last of Us Part 2, you're a tasked as plain as Ellie, finding the group who murdered Joel. You track them and eventually make your way to Seattle, and that's when the revenge tour really starts ramping up. You systematically take them out one by one, 
and further your leads on the ones that aren't just in the open or running into you by chance. Ellie's thirst for revenge is slightly offset by the inclusion of Dinah or Dina by your side, who tends to keep Ellie grounded and give her a reason to take her mind off the task at hand. Joel's brother Tommy is also in Seattle doing his own search for the people who killed Joel, but you don't run into him till near the end of Ellie's arc. This is when the game flips the script and makes you play as the most hated character in this game, Abby. You spend hours on end hunting Abby and her friends with the goal of ending her life, and then the game says, have fun getting to know her. I'm not going to lie. I was disappointed at this when it happened. I didn't want to play as, as this character that I just spent hours and hours hating and wanted to see brought to justice, but The Last of Us 2 says, too bad, so sad, and puts you in her shoes. Abby's story takes place days before Ellie and her crew eventually get into Seattle, eventually leading to the exact moment that Ellie's story transitions into Abby's. The first thing you notice about Abby is that she is buff, like super fucking muscular. Her arms are huge, and she's a force to be reckoned with. We don't get a backstory on why she's so buff. Instead, that is left to the players on ideas as to why she may have chosen to be a strong, muscular, defined, just badass woman. And last, emotions aren't for the weak. The Last of Us Part 2 had a way of getting me in the feels that the first game didn't do. The most notable would be when the game shifted from Ellie to Abby. I didn't want to play as her. I hated her. And she was my quest for revenge. By the, but by the end of Abby's story, I'm not going to lie, I ended up feeling for her in a way I never knew I would. Then we're thrusted back to Ellie. Ellie's continuation isn't fun. It isn't something I wanted, but I didn't realize that it was something that I needed. The final battle is between Ellie and Abby. Let me be one of the many to say it. It didn't need to happen. This did not need to happen. But, like all good stories, it had to happen. Ellie was on a quest for revenge that ended up consuming her and all that she loved. The final fight with Abby was hard. It was gut-wrenching and made me feel like a horrible person until it ended. Ellie in a last minute decision decides to let Abby go. That last Joel flashback was enough to send me over the edge with emotion. As Ellie in the aftermath kneeled there in the water broken, defeated, and a shell of what she used to be, this game never sugarcoated anything. It never held your hand. It made you understand that the true loss of revenge is and will be everything. Ellie in the end of this in her quest for revenge loses everything she knows and everything she loves, which is completely evident by the way the game ends. Revenge isn't always best served cold. It isn't always sweet. But my God, does it make for a great story. So, the rating. Buy it. 100% buy this game. I've heard both sides of the aisle, whether they loved it, hated it. Story was great. Story was too long. Either way, this is a first-party PlayStation game that is a must-play. Whether you played The Last of Us 1 or not, this game still takes place in a way that you can enjoy it without having to play its predecessor. I urge you, please play this game. It is so good. It is so fun. And it will bring out emotions in you that you didn't know you could actually feel or haven't felt in a long time. This is a must-buy. And if I were to give it any sort of a rating, I would give it a 9 out of 10. Get it. Play it. Enjoy it.